You're listening to the High Power Archery Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Garcia, a USA Archery Certified Coach, inviting you to join us each week as we discuss various topics in the world of archery. Our goal in creating this podcast is to answer questions and provide insight, all with the intention of helping others enjoy the sport that has given so much to us. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and send in your questions. We're always happy to hear from our listeners. Now on to the show. Hello, folks. It's time again for the High Power Archery Podcast. In today's podcast, we have a couple of guests who accompanied me to the Waxapi Welcome Back 3D shoot. So we got Bob, we got Angelo, and we got Joe. Um, all of us shoot in the Staten Island Archery Association, a Facebook group that we created. Uh, well, Rob, Bobby created that uh, a couple of months back. And it was about time that someone had done that. And lo and behold, were it not for that, we wouldn't be all here today doing this. And it's just the beginnings of what we're going to be doing, including, you know, more outings that we're going to be going to. Um, but for now, let's start getting into what we did that day. So as we all know, the COVID-19 uh, thing has locked down everything, including the outdoor shoots for the past couple of months. Waxby, uh archers down in Jersey. They had their first 3D shoot and uh, that was this past Sunday. So they have what, 16 targets guys that we shot at? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, 16 targets, all varying degrees of difficulty. And we all went down there. Now I'll start by saying, you know, I, as I shoot tournaments and stuff like that, I normally bring out the target bow and I'm looking to shoot inches, that sort of thing. But for the first shoot of the year, I'll tell you, it was way different for me. I said, I'm just going to bring out my, my hunting bow. We're going to go out there and have some fun. And wow, was it really different, not looking to score stuff <laughs> for a change. What do you guys uh, think of it? Any one of you start first? Uh, I'll, I'll take the first one. I had, this was my first time also doing a outdoor 3D shoot. And, and I got to say, it was a lot of fun being with people together. That's what makes this stuff um, – a whole lot of fun. I'm the same way. I've only been shooting for about seven years. Um, we go to tournaments usually in the window in the winter, um, and we shoot at 20 yards the same way. And we're looking for the score. This was so much more fun. We were able to walk around, enjoy the day, the sunshine, the the being in the woods. It just was a different experience all around. Amazing. Um, just being, just learning from what Angel, from what you was teaching us about how to um, take those shots on, on, you know, on an animal or something like that. I learned a lot, and it was the most fun I've had in a long time with bow and arrow. That's exactly what we were looking for. Who's next? What, oh. what was your impression of it? It was awesome. Uh, this, I, I this is my first outdoor 3D shoot, and I mean, typically I'm probably the least experienced of the group. I've only been shooting for three years and my shooting has been cons consisted of just an open field of targets or yeah. indoor shooting at 20 yards. So I really hadn't had the exposure to, to having shooting 3d oh, It wasn't a competition, but it's just a lot of fun. And let me tell you, it's a, it's a, it's a whole different animal. Well, it's, you know, pardon the, the pun there, but uh, it's just, you know, it's it's a whole lot different when you're shooting inside the woods and you got the different shadows and the different angles and you know it brings a different degree of difficulty but 
it's it's a good challenge and especially for for people that like like myself i haven't hunted yet i've taken the course i'm looking to to start that maybe this year and you know to get a feel of it because this is what this is about as close as you're going to get to actually going out and hunting the animal and you owe it to the animal to to to, to practice, you owe it to, to that to that animal that you're not going to w- just wound it. You're going you're gonna to actually take it down with, with a lethal shot. Um, and this, you know, once again, the 3D targets shoot, it just helps you immensely because it, it brings that, that aspect to it that you just can't get shooting a normal target in an open field in, in controlled conditions. Um, but, you know, to Angelo's point before, I mean, it's not just the shoot. It's also the people you're with. Um, you know, kudos to Bobby for starting the SIAA. I think it's a great success because, you know, it's, it's now a platform. It's a, it's a platform everybody can actually see different things. You know, Bobby posts a lot of different um, interesting facts or different uh, things, even for the for the novice archer to to see and say, oh wow, yeah, that's that's a good tip. Um, you know, you've got experience levels from from A to Z there, and and it really helps out a lot. I mean, at least for me, and and just once again, you know, being with the being with people that have experienced it that could teach me a few things, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Bobby, oh what yeah. You think? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. So what was your impression of the whole deal? Oh, the waxy shoot was great. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was awesome. I think, you know, the yardages, like, you know, you don't shoot 20, 30, 40. When you're shooting 25 yards, 35 yards, 33, 43, when you're shooting that, that definitely raises the difficulty. And that's, that's one of the things I like, too, is we had to actually work at setting up those shots and yeah. you know what your anxiety's up and it's not even anxiety your um uh, anticipation was at least mine was i can follow bobby on that um my my anticipation was up like i i finally made one mistake when we got to that to, to one of the targets i missed and hit a tree because i was just so excited yeah the, <laughs> <laughs> when you were leaning around the, uh, the tree yeah i think the biggest difference is like a lot of people use 3D shoots for multiple reasons. One reason they use it is to prepare for the hunting season. But there are people going to these shoots who may never go hunting at all. But That's what the 3D, me. yeah, what 3D gives them is the, the experience and a lot of fun to shoot at a challenge, different angles. And, you know, Joe, for the first time you had, a, you had to notice that, you know, when you're shooting on an open field at a target, whether it's 3D or not, it's one thing. But when you take that same target and put it in, in the woods, at a different angle or in shadows and stuff like that. Yeah. It plays games with you. It does. It, I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, there were a couple of targets. I'm like, I, I'm looking at my, my range find and I see it, but then I take away my range find. I'm like, it's blending in so well. Yeah. And it, it's kind of hard to range. And it, it's like, wow. Yeah, Bobby, be, yeah. Bobby being a hunter was, uh, he was like, listen, bring your binoculars with you and they're really going to be okay. <laughs> Like he's a hunter. He he was able to give us a couple of tips. We're gonna having those binoculars made it much more easier for me to figure out where I was shooting. It made a difference, and 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 it, it was. Hey, there's another piece of information that I that I learned. Yeah, 
And you know, the thing is that, like I said, people use it for different reasons, hunting, because it's really, really, if you are going to go hunting, it's super practice to go in there and say, okay, I know what a deer looks like at 20 yards in the open. Well, guess what? 20 yards in different lighting looks like it's 40 or it oh, could yeah. look like it's five, oh, yeah. you know, definitely, definitely. And, and a couple even, of those targets, we thought it was closer and they were they oh, yeah. further. And you know? even on that steep, you, you guys probably didn't realize it. I think that Bobby did realize it. When we were shooting that alligator, you were shooting about 45 downhill. Damn, and yeah. that, that is not 45 yards, but 45 degree pitch. And you have to know how to get that shot to fall in there. So, you know, one of the things that this is why it was so much fun for me personally, because I didn't take my target rig. If I took a target rig or any, any of my hunting bows that has a standard pin on it, I would have to be adjusting and guessing and guessing on how it was for the angle and that sort of thing. And when it comes to 3D, if you're competing for like money or prizes, whatever, that's one thing. And then it turns into almost work for me. So that's why I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. I'm not going to have any fun. But at the same time, I took that easy V site and I was like, yeah, I don't care what the angle is because this thing will calculate it for you. Just shoot. And it was like, wow, <laughs> damn, this thing really does work. <laughs> so I was yeah. having fun the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, you guys were rocking that easy V and, you know, it's a testament to it that it was working, staring at that target. So it, that, that's another thing. You guys were testing different equipment yeah. during, during the 3D shoot, you know. But back but to the alligator, I was going to say that, that that was my, actually, that was my favorite target. And I wanted to ask you guys what your favorite target of the shoot was. Out of the 16 targets, what brings it back your, like, what brings, like, the best memory, like shooting over the rocks at the alligator at 25 yards with that 45 degree angle. And you had to like slip it over the rock to get into yeah. the kill zone. Yeah. It was like awesome. I, I feel like that was my favorite shot. I know the Sasquatch shot, that was fun, but it was kind of, it was open. And wh what was that? Like a 40, what was it? 40 or 52 yard shot? It was that, like a 42, was 46, I think. 46, 47 yeah, 46, yards. Yeah. Yeah, at, when we were at the pin, that's how long that was. But, but I think that was the point. But uh, I mean, we can give them a shout out. They did a amazing job coming from someone yep. who's new to a 3D event. I thought the placement of the targets and everything were, were it was just, it was, it was well awesome. thought out. It, it gave yeah. us a good time. Oh, but yes. Definitely. Oh, ba yeah. Bear on the log. You know, it was definitely uh, thought out, you know, chewing over the rocks, the Sasquatch in between a few trees. Like the top two targets, my favorite targets was the alligator and the Sasquatch. Oh that yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, and then they, they dressed it up with the signs that said, you know, no feeding of the Sasquatch or something right. like that. Right. You're, 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 making, you're making the experience more fun. We enjoyed it. We were, we were all having a good time together. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my favorite, believe it or not, I, I'm simple. Like I like all this stuff too. The deer that was walking away from us down the cliff, the one that had its butt up, that yeah. was one of my favorites because that was the hardest, one of the hardest shots of the that day. Hardcore Believe it or not, yeah. the little pheasant flying away, the 16th um, target, yeah. I thought was the hardest because we could not judge that bird. None of us. No. Couldn't, oh, no. couldn't see it very clearly. Right. And if you took your eyes off it for a second, you lost it. You couldn't find right. it. I'm like, it was a very difficult shot, but that's what it's all about. It's about live practice. You know, for us, for guys like me and Bobby, and now you, Joe, because you're going to be doing it, you know, your first time this year. And trust me, I'll be the one taking you out there. Um, you got to know what, what to expect, what to anticipate. And so many guys, they go out there for their first time and they see a deer walk up on them. If they don't get a 
case of the jelly leg and Bobby, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like it could be a doughy, like, oh my God, it's the real. <laughs> yeah, you get that oh, like little leg shake. You gotta drag you right in. Oh yeah. But they, they can mistake a 20 yard shot for a 60 yard shot because it all looks so different. But if you're used to shooting these animal shapes, it's a psych psychological thing, I think. If you're used to shooting these shapes at different angles and that sort of thing, it's not going to be quite as bad. But you just take someone shooting a paper target with a dot on it and say, okay, now go out there and shoot at, at an animal target. It's really hard. And, it's um, different, yes. It's completely different. different. But it, Yeah, go ahead. It, no, it, it 100% it gets you ready for hunting season. It's, like, it's an, probably one of the top things that gets you ready to go hunting, you know, like shooting 3D targets. The other thing that people don't even realize about it, we walked quite a bit through that course and you were walking terrain up, down. Do you know how many people, when I teach a class have never walked in the woods before? <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah. I, wow. I guess, I guess you get a lot of people that are, that, that are just not like hiking and stuff like that. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. And just the, you know, when you now you're used to walking through the woods, looking, you know, Oh, there's a little dip over here. I got to watch when I'm walking. Just the walking is good practice for people. I yeah. mean, it, it keeps you in shape. You, you, you learn to walk different terrains. It's not flat ground that you're walking on. I mean, we had steep stuff. We had high stuff when we were crossing that creek over there so we could get to the other side. We had that bear on the log was, for me, it was a great target. That little bear that was walking on the log. That nice was one. great. That, you know, you had it to go get, retrieve your, your arrow. You had to walk across that little creek, step on stones. And that's all simulating what you're going to be doing in the woods for real. So whether you use it for hunting practice or using just to experience the woods, it's well worth it. And Angela, the next time you should really bring your wife with you. <laughs> she could probably shoot that thing over there too. She's actually oh, yeah. a pretty good shot. She would just have a little bit more of a hard time getting around. But we would just have to take it a little bit slower. I yeah. think she would actually like it. Yeah, that, that's it, not a problem. Yeah. Wax would be, they, you really got to give them prop, props about the trails being maintained so well. You know, yeah, they, they do a lot of work parties over doubt. there. Yeah, they do a lot of work parties over there just to keep that stuff, you know, going. Um, I think very, very impressed. I honestly, after walking through that, if it was a thirty dollar cover charge, I would have paid it. It was worth every penny. Yeah, but that, and, yes, it's a very you know well kept secret. You know, all the stuff we have in that club over there because we got the indoor range, we got the the outdoor range. So what we were walking past in that circuit that we were on, you had a combination of targets. The field hunter targets, which were those target bales that were set up, they were all closed off while you had the 3D. There's never both of them open exactly at the same time because you'd have people crossing shooting paths. That's why they did it like that. Sure. But the way it's set up is very, very nice. And you're walking the path all around and you wind up coming out where you started. You know, it's kind of like an amusement park. Right. So yeah. it, it was a lot of fun. But the one thing I, I will say about it is that, you know, for those of you who have gone to tournaments before or gone to other 3D shoots, sometimes depending, like if it's a high stakes tournament, like a big ASA tournament, that sort of thing, you're gonna get two types of people who go there. Well, actually three. You're gonna get the people who go there to have fun, which is exactly what we were doing. You have the hardcore competition people who don't wanna know anybody. They're like, they're there for a purpose. They're there to win money. That's, they're stone cold serious. That's fine. And then you get other people who are not so friendly sometimes. And fortunately, that's usually a smaller crowd than not. But, you know, they're, they're not always friendly to you. 
one thing I noticed at Waxby, we didn't have anything of the other, the other types. We had all friendly people over there. I mean, everybody. And I don't know if it was because it's the first shoot and everybody was so glad to get out into the outdoors again or what, but the crowd over there was extremely friendly. At least that's where I thought about it. No, I mean, I had zero problems with, with the, the people there. They were very, very accommodating. Um, even when, when we were looking for arrows and there were a couple of people behind us, they were like, no problem, take your time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it was, it was really, really nice. Uh, a plus for that, for that yeah. uh, club. Definitely. Right, well, that, that's like any other hobby. I mean, you can look at this as a hobby because we're, we're looking to have a good time in a situation like we were on Sunday. Um, when, when, when you're in that, but in a situation with people that are all there to have a good time, that's what it's all about. Like Joe just said, it's all about everybody being friendly and taking the time to give the person in front of you or behind you the time to take that shot and have a good time and, and, and just enjoy the time that you're there. Now, one thing that this shoot did present and all three do 3d shoots present this, Bobby, you've gone to, to other uh, tax shoots and stuff like that. Mm. One thing that people don't get is that when you go there, and Joe, I think you felt some of this, there is a sinking feeling in the back of your head like, oh, my God, I don't want to lose an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So you're like, hmm, double the pressure. Because if they, if, you know, even though you're having fun, there's a little bit of pressure in the back of your head saying, I don't want to screw this up. I don't want to lose an arrow. Now, fortunately, yep. we only had one casualty <laughs> the, entire, the entire shoot, and that was one of Joe's arrows that yeah. sacrificed itself after going through a target onto a rock. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. I have it somewhere, I have it somewhere on this yeah. bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that thing got smashed. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And, and Never I thought had... an arrow could splinter like that before. <laughs> and that's what I actually said. Joe was the only one that bought himself a perfectly good souvenir. There's my souvenir. So, you know, but normally when you go to attack, you'll see people with 20 or 30 arrows in their quivers because, okay, you, you missed one shot that went, went through a target or bounced off. But Bobby, when you go to attack shoot or something like that, is it not unusual to see someone taking five, six, seven shots at the same target and never connecting with it? It happens. It happens. Not unusual, especially at the longer range courses when they're shooting 60, 70, 100 yards. Yeah, definitely launching arrows. And when you go to those events, not for nothing, they don't always give you time to go look for your arrows. Like, they don't want to slow the whole lineup. No. So, I, yeah. I could uh, remember this. Uh, it was a 100-yard shot downhill, and it, it rained, like, all morning. So I shot one of my uh, extra arrows. I had, I had, like, a couple of shorty arrows that if I know if I'm shooting, like, some bombs that it's okay if I lose them. So this thing is, like, an inch, an inch short. But I aimed high, I shot, and I shot low, and right into the mud, and it's, and it goes to the downhill. I knew it was going to be tough to find, so I'm trying to find it, but it was people coming right behind, and I knew I didn't have the time, and the group, we just kept walking. That was it. I had, like, five seconds to try to find that arrow. Yeah, you know? so, so this was a very well-organized shoot, and because it was, you know, COVID-19 restrictions in place, I had helped them set up the, the ticketing system and all that so that we can have people book the times that they want to go shoot and not just show up there in mass and have to wait forever. We had people say, okay, you're going to leave on the 9, 9 a.m. line. Fine. There you go. You got a group of four. You've already reserved your tickets. So there was no, you know, there was no competition for that. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a big fan of that, Angel. You know, I'm, uh, I think that's a good thing to space it out a little bit because, yeah. you know, it just, the, it keeps it, 
keeps it uh, organized and not everybody's trying to rush to get to the shots, you know? And not to mention, I mean, we're talking about the course, but how about the practice field? Oh, yeah. How yeah. about the practice field? I mean, I mean, it's like 20 minutes before you go out, you have time on the practice field, and you've got a variety of targets there. And oh, like, yeah. For wow. Sure. Yeah. Those, I, mean, those... I mean, even <laughs> after you left, we were there for another hour. Oh, really? Targets and stuff. Two, yeah. picking, picking spots, picking eyeballs, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think that the practice field is the only part of the 3D that we have. And I'm like, well, that practice field is what's there all the time. And it's a mix of field, field targets and, and 3D targets. And you can always go there and shoot now because of the COVID thing. And they are lifting the restrictions. We're able to shoot, you know, in smaller groups over there. But yeah, if, if you are a club member or something like that or a guest, like, I'm sure I'll bring you guys back as a guest or something like that soon. Oh, I can't wait. I'm already, uh, I'm already like, let's we, go. We can go over there and shoot at the, at the just that range itself, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, we even have a tree stand set up in there where you go up the tree stand, put on the harness, and shoot from there. And I like to take new people there because that's a different experience shooting from a tree stand than if you're shooting from the ground. It's a really, really big Big I got to be honest with you. I was, I was just, I wanted to try it so bad. I've never <laughs> done anything like that. And I wanted to give it a shot. I go, man, I, just to see what it would feel like to be up there. And I've, I've heard stories from other hunters and stuff like that. Oh, the tree stands, we climb up 10, 12 feet. The ones that kind of climb the tree and then back down. And, and I just, I was like, man, I want to give that a try. Just to see Yeah. Well, up but, there, you can do it up a ladder. It's very safe to do it. Right. And the the view that you get from a tree stand is so different compared to the view you get from the ground and a deer that's at 20 yards might look like he's at five <laughs> so that's right, the right. thing definitely with that. a different viewpoint definitely definitely a different viewpoint but yeah wear your harness and next time we, we definitely got to go i got to try the tree stand shots but oh yeah for sure just that just that practice field in itself is uh is definitely worth we, we could spend Three, three, four hours you're shooting over there, like not yeah. even doing the 3D course. You know? And the practice field is well worth it because, I mean, that's always open. So, like with Waxby, it's 24-hour access. Now, from sunrise to sunset is pretty much when you can go to that outdoor practice field because we don't allow night shooting. But you can go over there, and you can be there all day long just shooting on that practice field. There's so many different targets, you know, you, and it's a lot of fun to do that. It's a lot of good practice. Eventually – if we can get, you know, an agreement with that container in Willowbrook, I like to have targets like that over there that we can just roll out on a Saturday, bring kids in to shoot, that sort of thing. And I think that with SIAA, it's going to evolve into something like that. And uh, I think this I, is I just think a start. I think your, your thoughts on that is probably the right thing. If we can get something like that, uh, Staten Island Archery Association is going to definitely become a bit bigger. And it's just about having a good time. And uh, to me, and that's what, what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to be enjoying the, the hobby of, of shooting. All yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just uniting all archers and just communicating, you know, all, all the aspects of archery. I, uh, that's why I made SIA and, and you guys have been a big help. I mean, in, in, you know, not just shooting, but also trying to teach the kids. Yeah. Um, you know, this is the future generations and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, even if we get a couple of like Genesis bows that we could store down there. Oh yeah. And as, as kids come along, they're interested. You're like, okay, you know, if your parents are, you know, we could set up something, come with your parents, and then we could teach you. Um, it's just, I mean, like 
like I said, three years ago, I mean, somebody put a Genesis bow in my hand and I was hooked, you know, and, <laughs> and, hooked. and, and here I am today, you know, and it's just like, it's just an amazing sport. And I just really wish that more people can try it. And maybe sometimes they're not, they, they just don't have the ability to, but hopefully with this association, we can, we can spread it. Yeah. You know, cause I mean, you know when, when I go down there, um, the, the biggest thing that I think this new, this new group is fostering is a sense of community. And I'll tell you exactly why. Two days ago, I go down there to work with one of my students. You know me, if I'm going to be down there, it's usually because one of my students is down and I'm doing a lesson for him or something like that. And it seems like through the Facebook group, people know who we all are. We're, we're starting to recognize each other as we're out there. So I'm, I'm rolling my target a couple of benches in and two guys are over there and they're like, Hey, Angel, what's up? Like, so you guys had a good time at the Bigfoot shoot. I'm like, I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> you know what I mean, but it's obviously a member of the group, you know, but that's the whole thing about it. We've all been doing, we've all been trying to um, push the SIAA Facebook page and then everybody's starting at the, because I'll be, I'll be the first one. I've been shooting down there. You talk to one person, you don't see that person again for some reason. Yeah. It's weird. Like all of a sudden this year, you guys, the other Angelo, um, uh, the other Bobby, for that matter, Bobby, all of a sudden, there's more of the same faces there. Yeah. I didn't see that in the past few years. But I also didn't go as much as I'm going now because I'm enjoying a different hobby. And now this is the, this is what I'm enjoying at this time. It's not just the shoot. It's the com camaraderie that, that yeah. goes along with the shoot that, that's, that's really nice because – you know, especially for me, I mean, I'm picking up tips from Bobby. I'm picking up tips from Angelo and, and, and Angel. It, it means a lot to me because, you know, as much as I've been, I know, as much as I know, I don't know everything. I, 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 I just, I'll be the first one to admit, I don't know any, everything. But it's, it's nice to pick up these little tips here and there, whether it's the release point or, you know, what the EZV site or just just many other things it just go into the sport to make your shot just that much more accurate and you know once again and and just being around people that share the same feeling about the sport you love yeah it means so much it really does and you know most most of the time i go down there and i think bobby will tell you this i know you know it for sure when I go down, I try to go down there at least twice a week on the weekends. I try to go Saturday and Sunday. But there have been times where I just throw my target out there at 40 or 50. And if I'm there three or four hours, I might get to shoot one arrow. <laughs> because for the rest of the time, I'm helping somebody out with something. And yeah. I don't mind doing that because that's what I like to do. That's fine. And I've got people, you know, you're going to get one of two types of personalities down there. You're going to get the people who, like, are really friendly. Or you're going to get some people, like, I don't want to deal with anybody like, okay, cool, whatever. It's that we have the ability to do that down there. And if someone needs help, now they can look to the group, say, hey, I need help with something over there. I post the time I'm going down there. Anybody else knows when everyone else is going to be around. And if you need help with something, there's other people there to help you. Whereas before it's like, oh, I don't know who these guys are. You know what I mean? I don't know when anyone's going to be down there. But now you're starting to see the numbers grow because guess what? Now everyone knows when people are going to be down there. Like, yeah, I want to go when everybody else Absolutely. is there. Absolutely. There, there definitely, from what I've seen in the past few summers shooting there, um, you can see that there are more people down there more often. Yeah. And I, I noticed that a lot. I mean, and it's, and it's just been, it's, it's been nice to see that 
it's being utilized and stuff like that for us. And the other thing that we're starting to see down there, and Bob, you can probably attest to this, and for sure, Joe, when you're down there, you see it. You'll see different types of people coming down now. I'm starting to see more families coming down together and doing it together. I'm yes. also starting to see more people who normally you wouldn't like young college kids, um, you know, the hipster type, if you want to use that, that terminology for them, who never would be involved in anything in the outdoors, like all of a sudden, hey, let's go try archery. And even if it's just slinging a recurve boat, doesn't make a difference. They're down there and you start to see more and more of them, more different types of people coming down. Right, right. And that's really, really special because that means that it's starting to grow. It, it is starting to grow. Definitely. You know, so that that's a big deal. Um, and if people, you know, want help, you know, go to the Facebook page. Hey, I'm going to be there on this day. Can anybody help me out? And then they can do that. And it's really, really special. But I think that now going forward, we're building on something that's going to just become better and better. You know, that's that's what we're looking at right now. And as long as we keep with it, it'll just keep growing. The Facebook is the start. Um, next, I think what we discussed, we're going to start doing programs for kids down there. Like I run my own programs. I get kids down there sometimes. Um, I like to work with kids who never have the opportunity to shoot archery before. You guys know that. So they, okay, I run the only archery business on the island. Fact. That's fine. Most people don't even know I'm here. And that's okay with me. I didn't have a clue until, until now. Yeah. The last couple of months that you even existed, we've always gone to different places yeah. for the simplest of things. And a lot of people didn't know that, and I don't advertise or anything like that. But my main concern is spreading it, getting people to learn, and working with the kids. So now if we can provide a program, say, once a month where we have a couple of Genesis bows out there, a couple of recurve bows, and we say, listen, if you want to try it, all you got to do is register here on my site, go down there. I have that right now. Like, if you want to go ahead and try archery for the first time, you register on my site, you come down at your appointed time, and we'll give you a one-hour lesson completely for free. There's no obligation, no nothing like that. You use our equipment, and you see if you like it. And believe it or not, a lot of people do like it. And I think that if we grew that even more, we've probably had, you know, now with the Facebook group and that sort of thing. But um, I want people to feel comfortable that they can come down and be safe about the whole the whole nine yards. And I think once the COVID restrictions are off, it's going to get a lot easier. But, um, you know, part of the thing is going to be, since I'm a certified USA archery coach, I want to get you guys certified to, to do it also. So, you know, it's background checks and the whole nine yards. But at least someone can bring their kid to us and say, well, I know this guy went through a background check, but also they're part of a group and they're all good people. And I don't mind trusting them with, with the kids because you're not going to leave your kid for, to, to us. It's not a babysitting service. We're right. going to go there. We're going to teach them and, and see how it goes. And sometimes I teach the kids and the parents get involved. <laughs> you know, so it's a lot of fun. I'll tell you that. But uh, if, we kept, if we keep it going with these different outings, different shoots we can go to, um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And next up, I think there's another couple of shoots coming up in, within the next month or so. Um, and we can post those on the group and go out to those also. There's other ranges besides Waxaby, And we'll see how, how those roll. That uh, would be nice great. to be able to visit other sites and, and, and see how other people do it uh, to, to, uh, to keep that community going. Like if, a, if another group or another 3D, um, I don't know, I'm not if I'm saying this really, but if another group of people that have a 3D range yeah. um, have an event, we could go as the SIAA and go with a group and you're, you're co contributing to their, to their place, you know, with the 
with the fee to shoot. And, and, and it allows them to stay in business and to be there for the next group of people is what I'm trying to get at. Absolutely. And I think that, Bobby, you're helping with the identity part of that because you're starting the shirts. He's and creating the identity. Oh, I'm yeah. With the help of you guys. Come on, <laughs> no, you know. Of course, with the help of that. More so Joe and Angel. But, but in my eyes, you, with one little small step, you've created it. And it just it takes that sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. And so now when, when we go down to a shoot together, like right now, this is the first shoot that we ever went together. Four people went. I anticipate that over the next year or so, we might have 20, 30 people going to a shoot at a time. I anticipate that too. I wouldn't doubt it. Already people are messaging us on the page of next yeah. time you guys go, let us know. We want to go. We want to go. So I think, I think that's a, a good possibility. But I think you know, a lot of people just didn't understand what we, were, what, what well, we meant by 3D shoot. Yeah, and they saw the pictures, and they saw how much fun we were having. It, it's just—it's it, just—I'm sure it's—it's it's contagious. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, "I want to go the next time. I want to go the next time." I'm like, "Fine." Yeah, hey, Angel, I know you have, Angel, I know you had to leave, but we turned around and we stayed. I mean, we could have brought drinks and food, and they had stuff for us to buy. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. we could have picnicked and had a nice time of it. Oh yeah. We, you know, and I even I even said to Joe and Bob because I I go I wouldn't have had any problem paying that gentleman another fifteen dollars and doing it all over again because it was so well worth it. The I, I wanted to shoot the Sasquatch again. I told you guys I wanted to walk back, throw another fifty yard bomb at him or something. But right. oh, this time, Angelo, you won't have to deflect it off of a tree. I mean, the biggest <laughs> target on the field. I know. Well, that well there was that was me getting so excited about it. The first shot I took. I missed. And listen, hey, that's what happens to everybody. You know what? Yeah. You, have to, you have to learn to do it wrong, to do it yes. right. Angel, but tell I mean, the I, details. You weren't, you weren't standing at the stake. You were standing like maybe five yards off the stake. And at that angle, there was trees in the way. That's right. what I remember. That, right. And that, I was, I was, the right. story. I was soaking it all in. <laughs> then, I took the, then I took the second shot right in his chest. I mean, you're nailing the smallest targets on the field at the longest distances. And you and get, the biggest you got the big, you got the seven-foot target – that that's like humongous and you can't hit it right that's the story of my life the little ones i was hitting right in the bullseye the big ones missed the ball. Ring it. story of my <laughs> life <laughs> yep. yeah and th okay. those guys that were waiting for us to dig the arrow out of the tree as i'm walking back and forth and i put my bow down I'm like what are those guys doing back there trying to get molasses out of a tree i'm like yeah they <laughs> shot the, they shot the arrow into the tree they saw some molasses they're trying to bottle it up right now it's all good you know <laughs> fresh maple syrup it's the best way <laughs> It was so funny, you know, how that happened. But at the same time, you see how relaxed it was. I'm like, yeah, no big deal. Just move on, move on. Not right. a big deal. And you had traditional guys there shooting traditional bows. You had people shooting compound bows. It, it's, it's great to see all the different types of archery come together. And you guys have listened to my podcast before. You know there's some differences in archery wars. I'm like, oh, you shoot this. I shoot that. I don't care. You didn't see any of that over there. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. And even in SIAA, like you, you made reference to this before, people coming down with recurve bows, compound bows. It doesn't matter. Everybody's like just there for the sport and the enjoyment of archery. Right, yeah. archery sport, that's, what it can do. Yeah, I agree that everybody's there for the sport. And when someone shows up and they're, and they're, and they're trying to do something and with the group we're, we're trying to create, you know, some, some, some leaders too, and all, and all of us that are here, when someone's having a problem with something, you can go over there and help somebody to, to, to further their um, education on how 
this works. And, and the further your education is, the more you're going to enjoy the experience, no matter what it is in any kind of hobby. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know about you guys. I love teaching somebody. If, yeah. if, if anything I can give a tip to, if anybody just getting there, I love saying, all right, try this, try this. Because I've been through that trial and error. And granted, I am not nowhere near like Bobby or, or, any, or Angel or, or Angel, but still – I, anything I know, I have no problem. I love to just teach anybody. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like when I'm done at Willowbrook, some, sometimes people are like, well, I got a problem with the people. Like, okay, cool. I got my press in the car. I'll go get the press and put it in there and fix it for them. You know, stuff that normally you'd have to go to a pro shop. And, like, since I'm the only pro shop on the island, most people don't know I'm here. They wind up going to Queens or they wind up going somewhere in Jersey. You know, yeah. we can help with that all right here. And Absolutely. Yeah. That's you have, you have a small you have a small forum now that you can promote the islands archers and, yeah. and you can help people and even even on a small scale grow your business to, to everything. Uh, again, I'm going to say one more time. I didn't know you, you had existed on Step Because <laughs> basically, a lot of people don't know this. I formed the business just so I can help out kids who couldn't afford the stuff. Right. So a lot of times, you know, a target bow might cost fifteen hundred bucks. But, you know, kids that shoot in my program, whatever, I get them the bow much lower than that. I can't advertise that because that's against the manufacturer rules. Sure, and that's fine. And in the end, we're allowed to make whatever money we want on the bow that, that we, you know, whatever profit or not make a profit on a bow. But sometimes it's not about money. And for me, it's more about spreading it and getting the kids into it, kids, adults, whatever. You run to people from all walks of life, so it doesn't really make a difference. Sometimes someone can't afford to get a sight on their bow. Their sight's broken. Well, guess what? I keep a collection in the shop of all the stuff that people just give me. They're like, here, I don't need this anymore. You can keep that. I keep it in a box. Someone needs something? Here. Let's see what we can find in that box. Throw it on there. Let them walk out with it. Right. Yeah, I think people people should know that, you know, that you do accept donations. Yeah. So, I mean – and, and it's it, you know it's it's that that old saying you know uh, pa was it pass it forward or yeah. pay it forward pay yeah. it forward thank yeah. you so so I I think that all in all this is a good beginning for us what we were doing um, you know going out there as a group doing our thing I think we all learned a lot we all definitely had a lot of fun doing oh this God. without it, doubt it, it was so much fun. And, you know, we, we put out the notice we were going to go. A couple of people like, well, what's that? Right? Bobby's like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I'm like, okay. Then we <laughs> he knew what he was go. getting into. <laughs> well, again, I can say I was one of those guys that was, what is that? Like, like, do I go with these guys? Do I not? Do I just go and shoot? And, I, and, and of course, life gets in the way sometimes also. But I was like, I finally had the time. And I said, all right, Bobby, I'm definitely going to be there. I'll meet you at your house. And. And off we went and, and had an experience that I'm telling everybody, oh, my God, you got to try this. Yeah. Man, I'm, yeah. I'm, gl I'm glad, I'm glad you know, you guys tried out for the first time, Joe and Angela. I'm, you know, I'm happy uh, that you guys yeah. went. Sure yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was definitely an experience. It's going to advance your archery skills big time, big time. Just going to these 3D sh uh, shoots at different yardages. So this was a this was a 3D shoot. The next one that we'll probably have is what they call a field hunter uh, shoot, and that's where you're shooting at paper targets. You remember those big black um, sure. targets with the white centers? Those, those are the field targets, and the hunted targets are an animal profile on paper. And people think, well, that's simple to hit. It's paper. No, it's not. When it's at 50, mm -hmm. 60 yards, um, 
and they have a 12 ring on there, that sort of thing. So that's another way to have fun. And again, when you go to one of these things, you can go there just to have fun. You don't have to worry about keeping score. And for the most part, you can do that at every shoot, except for like the state shoots and stuff like that. They take those a little bit more seriously. So you are there for score. But I think that every shoot is open to the fact that you go there with your group and you get in and you say, okay, I'm here just to either score this thing or I'm here to have fun. And we're like, well, that's a kill or that's not a kill. We don't really care about points. You can play it any way you want. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you what, with that field, how, uh, how many yards is the paper, uh, paper target? You can have anything from, say, 10 or 12 yards on a little short bunny target, as we call them, all the way out to 60, 70, even 80 yards. It really depends on how they have it set up, and they're a lot of fun to shoot. Um, field and field hunter shoots, that sort of thing. They're not as popular as they used to be, but we still have them mostly in Jersey. And like I said, we run shoots like two, three times a month out there. And there's, there's a lot of shoots that are in Jersey that nobody knows about unless you're in that small little bunch of people who gets this newsletter that says, well, we have it here, here, and here. And what I'm going to start doing on my website is I'm going to start posting, Hey, this is the, these are the shoots that are going on in the area. And if anybody wants to know about them, you know, at the beginning of the month, I'll send out a newsletter. There's a guy called Central Jersey Archery News. And he, um, Gene Grotsky, sends out this email to everybody. And it's got all the shoots for the month listed on there. We'll do the same thing. And High Power Archery will send out an email to everyone who subscribes. And it'll have all the shoots that we're going to be attending, stuff that's available. And then it's just another way to get more people involved in it. You know, okay. so I think that we'll all stay on top of it. The other thing that I think I'm going to do because it's come time already is I'm going to put together a website for Staten Island Archery. It could be only a one or two page thing on there, but I'll put it together and then people can use that as a way to get together also. But we have Facebook, which is a really great resource. And with that, I think we have so the opportunity to contact so many people, you know, who knows oh, yeah. where this thing can go. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, I, that Facebook page. It's funny, Joe. Do you remember the how uh, how that came to be uh, originated? Like, yeah, we, we were just sitting there talking on the field, and you know, like, I have this idea. I was like, go with it, man. Just do it. And sure enough, later on that day, you had it up and running. I had it up and, and running. Yeah, it, it, just talking to you, Joe, like pushed me to make the Facebook page. You know, oh, yeah. like just just talking to him and saying, you know, I gotta make something that. I got to create something that all the archers in Staten Island shoot in Willowbrook that, that we could talk and communicate. And, you know, what's the best way? Oh, a Facebook page. I was like, I got to make a Facebook page. And then talking to Joe about it, he's like, you know what? Do it, do it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So when I went home, I made it. And you're like, oh, you stuck to your word, man. And once I, uh, <laughs> once I put it up. Once and I it only has to start rolling a little bit. People get talking about it. And more and more people are going to jump on. You're going to see people talking about it and asking questions. You know, when other things unfold, maybe we can put a little sign up or something. And then really, it, it could be something for everybody, for even for the people that come once in a while. Maybe give them um, uh, a new excitement about shooting a little bit more. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, a, that's a great aspect, Angelo. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's yeah. a great aspect. A lot of people that shoot, yeah. they don't shoot anymore. And the thing, the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that that is the Willowbrook range is the only public range in all of New York city. That's from the parks department. That's absolutely free. So we have that special thing right here. And while we're growing it for people here on Staten Island, you know, as a group, I wouldn't be surprised if other people from all around the city start joining, 
You yes. know what I mean? Just to come here and see that because you have the other range, outdoor range is Floyd Bennett Field, but you need to get a, pen, uh, a permit for it and you can't necessarily bring your own targets. Some of the targets are in bad shape, whatever. But this is here. It's free. No permit required. Just come down and knock yourself out. Bring your own stuff. So yeah. it's something special. And I think if we work as a group, we'll have a larger voice. Because, you know, there's always people trying to take that sort of thing away from you. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> and now, now they have a big voice to contend with when people just try to take it away. So I think we can protect the sport and grow the sport all at the same time. But, uh, yeah, the, the, this has been a, a great talk, guys. You know, um, it started about to shoot, went down a couple other little directions. But, uh, you know, that's what this is all about. And I think, I think we'll be doing this again with some of you guys also, anybody who wants to join in on this. We'll do a podcast maybe once a month with other people from the group on there. And uh, we'll, we'll call that a special section of the, of the podcast. And I think a lot of people will be you know, excited to get in on that, especially people who have never shot before and are just learning. I, I think you'll see a lot of be different people who want to get involved with this. And now people who can, can listen to stuff and find out about how it actually was and what we thought of it more than just a Facebook page. On the Facebook page, we put little snippets like, this was great, see pictures. Now they can like, hey, let me listen about that. Oh, this is great. They had a blast of a time. If they were thinking about going before, for sure, the next time we do something like this, they're definitely going to be there. Yeah, maybe it'll push them, push them to go outside, outside their limits, push themselves and go to the 3D shoot or go to an event that we're going to be holding, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, if we can get a permit from the Parks Department to hold the event over there, we can do that. And, you know, as a group, we can go there and say, hey, we're the Staten Island Archery Association. We want to have a shoot over here. We're going to do it safely. We're going to do this, this, and this, all, you know, button up everything. And it won't be a surprise, like, what the hell is going on over there? Like, no, it's, uh, it's, a very, it's a very responsible thing. We have an organized group now, which is something yeah, yeah. that's been lacking for a very, very long time. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's going to continue to grow. Yeah. To Definitely continue to grow. I, I met so many good people at Willowbrook through the years. I've been shooting at Willowbrook for years. And I go there, I talk to people, meet people, meet Awesome people. You exchange numbers. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you do. And it, you know, you, you, we all we needed something just to communicate with everybody. And this is a central point to communicate. You know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. The, our archery is one thing that we can be able to do down there as a group. And you know, it's probably the one, the one sport and the the one place we can go where there's no politics, there's no nothing, there, there's nothing, you go there to let go, <laughs> you know what I mean, yep. you go there to relax, let go, and have a great time, um, and that's what we do each and every week over there, so um, yeah, that's going to pretty much wrap it up for this podcast, guys, I think that uh, we've had a great time doing this for the first time with multiple people on here, now uh, the task will fall to me to edit this whole thing up and make it sound nice and clean. I'm not going to chop anything out. I'm not going to censor anything that anyone has said. That's all good. But you're gonna uh, find something. You're going to definitely find something. <laughs> I'm going to take this out. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're going to leave it all in there intact. I'm just going to clean up the beginning and the and the, and the end. Um, and so I can put my little tunes and my special intro on it and all that. All right. But well, uh, Angel, th thank you for having me. And us and SIAA on the on your podcast, you know. Yeah, and we do appreciate yes. it. It's, it's a, it is an awesome thing that you're doing. 
and we are gonna gonna make this kind of insta famous for you because not only will the audio be available on the podcast now that it's been suggested to me, I'm going to put this on a YouTube <laughs> video as oh, well. Yeah. So you guys are all going to be with, with my great background. <laughs> yes, with your great background. We're okay. normal people here. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or abnormal, if you would. <laughs> all right, guys. Angelo, well, you got the best background. I'll tell I you. Pretty, I'm in my wife's office. I got a pretty background here. I got the, the, the bookshelves. The computer, everything's beautiful back here. It's not yeah. That's why. <laughs> um, by the time we do this again, I'll have my shop finished with, with the remodel and we're going to have a podcast table set up for you guys can come down over here and, you know, socially distance for now. <laughs> we yeah. can do the podcast round table. I've got the mics and all that. And we'll have I'm, I'm stoked to see it. I'm, I'm stoked to see it uh, set up. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. All right, cool guys. Well, uh, you know, as as usual, as I always say on on uh, on all my podcasts, it's never goodbye. It's till we catch you again. So uh, that'll do it for this episode of the High Power Archie Podcast. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you have any questions, just email us at highpowerarchery at gmail.com. Visit our website, highpowerarchery.com. And you can also go and look for the Staten Island Archery Group on Facebook. And uh, we'll be happy to answer any questions you have. So that'll do it for the podcast. Uh, thanks and shoot straight. Mm -hmm.